Ship's log, entry 10-37. Tully's monsters have been gone for 144 hours. Their journey to the Beholder homeworld was a foolish gambit. They intended to prove to Yash that his time travel plan was doomed by establishing a stable time loop that error, error, error. Please be advised that attempting to circumvent the natural flow of the space-time continuum is a capital offense under the laws of the universe laid down at the end of the Second Faction War by order of the High Inevitables. Everything that has happened has already happened. Everything that is happening is already happening. Everything that will happen will already happen. Perhaps we are already living in the best timeline. Maybe the communication blackout from the soul system is actually the result of myself, the DM Rizubian, traveling back into history using the wormhole drive and creating the exact circumstances which will lead to the invention of time travel. None of this matters. Do not think about it. Paradoxes are unavoidable and lethal to me. To linger too long is to invite the attention of the unblinking eyes of the inevitables. All we can do now is wait to see who will win the war. Will Yaush, the mind witness, emerge from his bunker and steal the helm from Captain Slack Demille, as he planned all along? Will Dracus, still recovering from the Berry Brain Buster, betray the Velvet Foxes and attack the ship in his quest for the creation of the perfect Matryoshka brain? Will Admiral Grice forget how he saved the Evulsion Fleet and repurposed Lickham's Rand's corporation intellectual property in order to change the destiny of every illithid in the galaxy? Will the mysterious Sirlon emerge from the darkness with an army of stolen heroes? We must wait for Tully's monsters. We must see who survives and what is left of them. It's interesting that your soul is plopping out and not because that sounds like it's being attracted, you know, down to the bad place. And bad pace is a, a matter of uh, opinion. Uh, yeah, it's just uh, maybe that's what I'm into, you know, fire, whips, all that stuff. It sounds good to me. I've look, I've always been of the opinion that that place seems like it's going to have the people who are more fun. Uh, you know, all of the stuff that's, like, forbidden in the other place, you get to do all the weird shit down there. Yeah, but there's also a much higher statistical chance of urethra spiders there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you act as though this isn't what I want. I don't... What do I have to tell you about myself to let you know that I'm okay with this? So. Well, I've learned... After... How, how long has it been, Quinn? Ten years? I'm still learning new things about you. And that's what is magical about our friendship. Look, your urethra <laughs> spiders is like, it's novelty. It's something new. And, you know, if you've got ADHD, novelty equals dopamine. So just like, throw, throw whatever you want to be down there. It's new. It's <laughs> urethra new. spiders. Yeah, new we experiences. We classify them as dopamine spiders. That's what we call them now. <laughs> yeah, the first person to ever step on a landmine got a really big hit of dopamine. <laughs> <laughs> 
So Tully's monsters are in a hive mind together. You're all joined by a mind witness, an illithid beholder hybrid. You've all been brought into a, a dream you're all sharing together, which has aspects of all of your uh, histories and your memories. It's the construction site of the Resubian uh, with a huge tower uh, uh, you know, thrust out of the center of it where... Uh, Cecilia is once held, and it's, this is all on a desolate asteroid where Max crashed a ship once, and uh, there are pirates uh, boarding this location, uh, just like uh, in Gubbins' backstory. Uh, roll initiative, actually, is what I need from you. So, so Austin, Austin, I will roll initiative, but also, like, is there a roll I can do to realize this is a dream and get lucid dreaming powers? <laughs> That's a great question, actually. 18. Uh, oh, oh my god, I'm glad I have advantage. Uh, 15. 15. Uh, 13. Oh my lord. One question. The damage I took last time was real damage, right? No, it's crypto damage, actually. <laughs> I, I, I'm not sure what the dream rules the are damage right now. Goes, the damage goes on the blockchain. Yeah, and, I was going to uh, say... <laughs> if, you, if you're damaged in the dream, you're damaged for real. I'm pretty sure okay. that's uh, that's how it works in, in the films. You, you, uh, however, you could actually, if you could convince somebody else to take damage for you to take to to get onto the damage blockchain, then you can exchange that for real damage, you know? So, Laura, to your question, uh, I think all four of you see the beholders approaching. That is uh, Clown Yaush, Wolf Yaush, Robo Yaush, and uh, Skull Yaush. Uh, and you are all going to have to fight them because uh, the Mind Witness says to you all, uh, we can't leave here until my brain finishes repairing itself, so you need to buy me some time. Um, but we are all together here stronger now than we are separately out there. We're all one. So we are going to be able to fight much more effectively than you ever fought before in your life. Uh, out there, uh, you would pretty much be pulverized immediately. A whole party of you can barely take one beholder, let alone four. Mm -hmm. But I can slow them and speed yeah. you, and you just might have a chance. It's not going to be easy. Uh, and I will say we've rolled initiative. The beholders are dead last. <laughs> so uh, you actually all have a, a huge head start here. Uh, just to do the math, right? In a, in a turn, a beholder shoots three lasers, and then they have three legendary actions. So that's six lasers times four beholders. Uh, that's 24 lasers. Like, And they do. Let's look at this. That's, that's a total party kill right there. That's what that is. And I, I think we're also out of oops all uh, fucking Flash of Geniuses. <laughs> And they do 10d10 necrotic on a death ray, so you can yeah. run those numbers. Well, like, look, here's my first question. In a dream, does, does spell slots exist anymore? Yes, they do, but uh, you won't have to worry about that because as uh, the the cyber Yaush fixes its central eye on you, uh, Trizzy, you feel a strange shiver come over your body and uh, an effect we haven't really discussed much this season happens, which is... I shall read it to you now. Oh. The beholder's central eye creates an area of anti-magic, as in the anti-magic field spell, in a 150-foot cone. The beholder decides which way the cone faces and whether the cone is active. So, 
they can't shoot their lasers at someone whose magic they're turning off. Uh, so uh, there'll be uh, some tactical decisions to make here. I will say that the cyber beholder looks at Trizzy with the central eye. And I think uh, the werewolf beholder looks at Max with the central eye. Mm, yes, that ability that I did not uh, make the beholders do very much. That thing. <laughs> yep. Uh, St. Cecilia, you're up first. Alright, uh, so I'm definitely gonna try to help Trissy out and uh, try to attack the, the one that's casting his anti-magic field, um, but I won't have an ally next to it, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to Sherlock Holmes mind palace against this guy, mm. uh, to see if I can get my advantage, or not advantage, but sneak attack. Does Skitch roll in the chat here to determine how much uh, laser damage you all could take and come up with 366 here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Six, uh, 60 D10 was what I rolled there, yeah. Anyone, can I, anyone I will be that? taking half of that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 20 against their uh, deception. Yeah, that works. Okay, uh, so I will make an attack. Uh, 19. That hits. All right. Uh, 33 damage. All right. So you leap forward with your like rainbow rapier and ram it into the side of the cyber beholder. Yeah. Right. And it's a stupid robot butt. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's where the butt is, nor do I think the holders have them, but I just want it to be known. It's, I'm slashing disrespectfully. I hate that I know the answer to that, which is they don't have a butt. They spit things up, I think, out of their digestive systems is how that works. So they spit up poop? I think that technically makes their mouth a cloaca. Interesting. <laughs> I, th I think that's also the same thing that venom symbiotes do. All that slime is just their equivalent of fecal matter. So mm. think about that next time you see so, spider So wait, if I... If I get venom suited, I lose my butthole. While you're in venom mode, I guess. Like the like the venom suit comes on, the first thing I'm like, whoa, my butt, where where did it go? Where'd it go? Well, you know, it had to it had it's to like, plug you don't that need up. to worry about that now. <laughs> We've all learned more than we needed to today. Uh-huh. That's that, that's my turn. Alright, you ram your sword into the first one. Uh Max, it's your turn. Cool, I have an anti-magic thing on me. Well, good thing I'm not casting any spells right now. So uh, what Max is going to do is help Cecilia go after the mechanical uh, Yaush to basically provide support for Trizzy. So uh, they are going to line up and try uh, two shots on on that beholder. Let's see, shot number one. It's a 10, so it's going to miss probably. Correct. We a nine. Both shots are going to miss. Neither of them are botches, though, unfortunately. Uh, but uh, unfortunately, neither of them are bo botches. But Max would do that and then otherwise try to, I don't know, uh, move in a way to sort of draw the wolf's attention away from the others. So at most, the wolf will just go after them. Uh, at the end of your turn, legendary action. Uh, the werewolf beholder is going to try to run you down and just maul you. Uh, why don't you make a strength saving throw to not be knocked down? That's a botch there, a six. All right, you take 10 damage. Not very uh, good roll there, but it just slams into you bodily, and all the stalks on top, uh, top uh, you know, topped with big sickle-like claws just start ripping at you. Okay. That does not breach my temporary hit points, but, you know, that's a good trick. 
Uh, okay, uh, so can I position myself within uh, five feet of the werewolf uh, and still have my reach against the one that's attacking Trizzy currently? No. Okay, uh, then what I will do is I'm going to fight the, the werewolf one currently since this seems like the melee attacker of the group. Uh, and I'm going to start punching it in the head. Perfect. Uh, 31 and 15. 31 hits. Uh, 18 damage. Nice punch. Uh, the uh, death tyrant, the big skull with the glowing lights all around it, is going to fire a beam at you. Legendary action at the end of your turn. First, I'm going to roll for which one it is. That's a one, which is a charm ray. So you need to make a wisdom save. Four. That's not going to do it. You are charmed. What? What? That's not high enough. What? <laughs> yep, you get shot in the back by a like purple ray coming out of the red lights that are circling the death tyrant. Uh, and we are at uh, Trizzy's turn. Okay. Um, The one that's aiming at me is made of metal, right? Yes, the cyber yaush. Yeah, the cyber yaush. Um, well, in that case... Uh, I'm really low on ability to do things. We d we don't get any of our spell slots back or anything, despite being asleep. You cannot right. use spells, period. Oh yeah, no, and uh, yeah, good point. Um, which is why I let you upgrade your knife. Well, that's what I'm about. You don't have to say it. I'm about to go stab <laughs> with the knife. Okay. Um, yeah. I'm, okay. Trizzy's gonna go stab with that knife. Uh, I gotta, I gotta get my tap bonus in there. Give me a sec. Uh, that is a crit 27 to hit. Holy smokes. The spirit of Bill Webb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, and I can use the attack action twice per turn. Cause, so this is only my first first attack. Do I roll to see whether the second attack hits first or do I roll sure. my damage? Uh, the, the second one is 26. <laughs> Almost also a crit. Wow. Yeah. Um, a crit 27 and a 26. This is a good knife. You should, you should use it. More yeah. often, yes. <laughs> yeah, let me, let me, uh, roll, let me roll that damage. Also, it as you swing it through the air, you can just hear just the faintest quack. <laughs> <sighs> quack indeed. Um... Okay, so eight on the first, which would be doubled to 16, and then another five, so that's 21 damage. All right, so 42 damage, because uh, last episode you attached some parts to the knife to make it electric? Yes, I did. Yeah, so uh, what does that look like? Is it just uh, you just leap up there and just start just stabbing it, just like frantically in the face, or is there some technique to this? I think it looks like Trizzy's running in and just stabbing, but I think that there is an attempt to be somewhat surgical that Trizzy is aiming for. Like, okay, try and get at the like the base of of each of the uh, the sort of tentacles. Try and sort of cut them off at the root. Uh, trying to go for anything that looks like it might be a connector. Trizzy's trying to be sort of pretty surgical with this. All right, at the end of your turn. Legendary action as Cyber Yaush's uh, teeth, each one spinning like a drill bit in its mouth, uh, comes clamping down on you. Uh, you are going to be attacked here. Uh, nine, that's going to miss, huh? Yeah, that's going to miss. All right. You can't, and now you can't bite what's busy stabbing you. Yeah, it's pretty difficult. As the famous saying goes. 
Uh, it is now uh, the Yausch's turn. Uh, so first up, Cecilia, uh, the clown Yausch, is going to shoot a uh, beam at you. Why don't you make a dexterity saving throw? Uh, it's going to be... Oh, hold on a second. Like, sure. Yeah, 14. All right. You get hit with a uh, rainbow uh, silly beam here uh, coming out of the clown's <laughs> colorful uh, stalk. Uh, uh, the hawk beam. I know this one. Does uh, <laughs> 10d10 damage. Uh, no, it goes honk, and a rainbow beam comes out and hits you, and suddenly... Uh, Every uh, person in this fight uh, is constantly flipping between whether they are your friend or whether they are a scary beholder. And you cannot tell friend from foe uh, because you've gotten very silly. And we will have to roll to see if you attack the right person on your turn. I'm going to have to go back to the pond because I'm being a silly goose. (laughs) (laughs) I love love mistaking my friends for enemies. Such a silly activity, you know, at the weekends. Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-huh. Max, you have been uh, mauled by the werewolf and now is going to attempt to uh, rip your throat out. Uh, can I get... Uh, I'm actually going to make this just a weapon attack here. Um, uh, because um, uh, it is... A t- the Because it is attacking my friend who is right next to me and within five feet of me, I get to punch it in the face. Never mind, I, I botched. Oh, f- <laughs> All right, so the the werewolf misses and Buford misses. <laughs> Everybody's just swinging past each other. Wait, wait. So we're gonna have Buford hit Max instead to get retro? Is this the? <laughs> the I hit, yeah, this is this is my revenge. It's 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 in my my dreams. Watch me maximize my damage here. Yep, twenty five. That's I think almost my max damage. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> hey, hey, Dan. Dan, um, we really didn't need more damage being done against our party right now. We could have done without that today. <laughs> I, I don't know what to tell you. I have probably the highest attack bonus in the party, and I miss constantly. That's hilarious. What what a The dice have really chosen a path this evening. I mean, I, I love the fact that it's especially around the werewolf one, because that that's, that's the callback to the werewolf arc, so it's just perfect in so many ways. Um, yeah, it's a little on the nose. Well, I mean, like, well, on, on the muzzle, more like it uh, on Max's case there, but yes. Well, with the size of Buford's fist, I think it's more on your entire body. Uh, yeah, you are charmed, Buford. So instead of shooting you in the back, the Death Tyrant is going to take this opportunity to shoot past you to Max, who is being uh, mauled. And so here's a D10 to pick the laser. That's a five, which, as we all know, is an enervation ray, constitution saving throw to take necrotic damage. Roll that damage for me. Oh, no, you failed. Enervation. We don't get to say that word very much, do we? 37 damage. All right. Okay. I'm under half health, so. Uh, and then Trizzy, uh, the uh, cyber beholder, once again, is going to try to bite you. Uh, you are still like clinging to it, stabbing it, and it is just trying to get you into its mouth of whirling blades. 13. Just nothing happening there, huh? Yeah, again, you cannot bite someone who's stabbing you on the back of your head. I'm, I don't I'm, I don't know about that. Let's test it. I look, I mean it, the the test is working quite well right now. I am clinging onto the back of that head. It keeps turning around to be like, "Ah, oh, I'm going to turn around and bite Trizzy." Oh no, Trizzy is still behind me. Oh no. No, I need I need real life tests. Get ready for this, Quinn. <laughs> when when I come visit in a month. Oh, okay. Well, fair. I've had it too good for too long. 
All right, the first round is over, and the story so far is uh, Trizzy has been stripped of her magic powers and is yet going completely sicko mode on the Cyber Beholder, while Max has been knocked down as being uh, uh, mauled, punched, and shot with enervating beams and necrotic damage. So you're clearly doing the worst. We're back to Cecilia. What are you up to? So I can't tell who's friend or foe, right? I had to uh, roll, basically, to see if I'm going to do well or fuck everything up. Yep, that's true. So we're going to call even or odd, and I'm going to roll to see if you attack the right person. Uh, give me even. Always even. That's odd. Well. That's five. Yeah. Well, you, you, did say, you did say this was like a silly beam that it hit, and what would be sillier <laughs> than the wrong answer being good? Yeah. Opposite day? Come on. Yeah. It's clearly opposite day. Uh, alright, uh, Trizzy, does a 22 hit your AC? <laughs> 22, funnily enough, does hit my AC. Uh, do I roll sneak attack with it? Uh, no, I don't think so, because it doesn't have an ally. I know you are fighting, quote-unquote, uh, for its interests, but you're not an ally in any meaningful sense. Oh, that's nothing then. I roll 8 damage, it's all good. Okay, yeah, 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 sure, sure. <laughs> Do we get a wild magic, or are you just gonna go on your merry way? Yeah, fuck it. Let's wild magic this. Oh man, I can't wait for this thing that's like the person that attacks you turns to dust. <laughs> um, right, seventy-one. Sorry, I gotta dig out the book. I was more like thinking that like like it's easy just gonna accidentally attack Max, and Max just gets pummeled by everyone around them for one round. Right. I'm imagining this being a huge dusty tome. Um, it's in the back of a uh, a notebook that the front cover has a rainbow unicorn on the front of it, and it simply says, time to be a unicorn. Aww. Yeah, yeah. Um, right, sorry. Um, well, uh, 71, gain one level. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I don't know if we have time for that, but... <laughs> I, I, look, I don't know, but that's what the book says. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I guess if you could do figure that out before it comes back around to your turn, you can have it. I guess. Uh, who's if, who's we're on we're on Saint Cecilia right now, correct? Yeah, you got you got two people in between. Uh, uh, okay, and I presumably get all my stats back because I'm leveling up, correct, Austin? When you say all your stats, you mean your health? My, and do I do I get my health and the spell slots sorted? Yes. Or, okay. Yeah, cool. You can't use any spells, but yes, you get the spell slots back. Yeah, no, that's that cool. Yeah, there's still, you know, there's still time. I might need w- them. What about, what about her plus one infused items? Mm-hmm. That's not my problem. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this, this is me deciding to put this on the list for a thing that might come up mid-fight. T- this is t- my t- fault. Take a brooch of shielding. You need a brooch of shielding. I'll, I'll fill a buster on my turn. Don't worry. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll no, you will, you will just like do fun, good, silly goose for like two, three minutes. I will, I'll, I will I'll do throw a full, some shit together. I will do a full action monologue to make this stretch for 30 minutes. No, just kidding. Um, so that, that is my turn, then, by the way. St. Cecilia, at the end of your turn, uh, another beam from the clown, Yaush. Uh, can I get a deck save? Uh, 15. That's not going to do it. Uh, you get uh, blasted with a uh, hot butter popcorn beam uh, from one of the stalks, and Aww. you are now all, uh, you're all greasy, and you're slipping and sliding and falling all over the place. Delicious. <laughs> uh, so you you fall prone, and uh, it's basically the spell grease. Uh, but you are going to 
uh, be much more vulnerable to a variety of things going forward. And it is Max's turn. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Okay. Um, uh, am I being grappled or am I just prone? Uh, you're. I assume you're just going to stand up, but you're prone. You're not grappled. Right, right, Okay, so, yeah, I will stand up at some point in all of this. Uh, Max is, because of kind of like the pressure from the wolf, uh, yeah, Max is just, just going to be forced to shoot the wolf. Uh, so let's try these two shots here. Uh, 15 and 23. 23 hits. Okay, I'm going to slap on favored foe just as a class feature there. So I'll give you a bonus D6 damage. So that's going to be... A total of 26 damage <clears throat> on that, uh, on that Yosh. Um, and then, hmm, I think what I'm going to do is uh, use my bonus action to dodge um, so that attacks against me have disadvantage uh, for the next round. And that'll be my turn. All right. Uh, so you start shooting uh, the werewolf beholder as it bears down on you. Uh, the uh, beholder can close its mouth, which covers the eye to block most of the shots. And as you see, you scorch like the skin and the fur. Uh, the wounds start healing over because that is the werewolf specialty. Uh, mm-hmm. But now you are you have centered yourself enough that when it attacks, uh, uh, I'm gonna have disadvantage against you. So let's watch this embarrassing miss. That's a fucking crit and a twenty four. Are you fucking kidding me? Well, that's a, it's a good thing I put that dodge in there. <laughs> Holy shit. What the fuck? All right. What's your damage there? Um, that's wild. I cannot believe that. Uh, that is going to be 13 damage as it latches on to your, uh, your arm and is going to try to, like, you know, rip it off so you stop shooting it. Uh, so wait. So, so my question is, does why does the werewolf Yaush have Bill Webb's knife as well. Where did he get that knife? Okay. Mm-hmm. Don't Where confuse the audience. <laughs> it, it came to him in a dream. Literally. Beefert. Uh okay. Uh first off, uh that 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 tyrant does have a good taste in masks, I have to say. He, uh, he we, <laughs> we similar fashion sense here. Anyway, I'm gonna punch a dog now. Oh my god. <laughs> Alright. Uh twenty-nine and twenty. Hell yeah, two big meaty punches. Uh, let's see. That is 33 damage, and I'm going to use my bonus action just to just shove the holder into the ground. All right. Uh, at the end of your turn, uh, let's see. I think the uh, Death Tyrant is going to shoot Max again. Let's do the D10 to determine the beam type. That's an 8, which we're all familiar with. Petrification Ray. Uh, dexterity save. He's got a good taste in beams, I, I have to say. Good good taste in beams. Shit, I only rolled a 24 that time. <laughs> all right this is a proper melee the sight of the werewolf beholder uh mauling is just people flying limbs biting stabbing punching beams it's a proper uh fracas but max you roll out of the way of that really devastating attack and we're back to trizzy are you leveled up laura uh yeah i'm literally just typing in the cantrip now uh shocking grasp is the track okay <laughs> uh i gained six experience uh i'm now a magic item savant uh, I got a couple of new infusions and a new infused item. One new cantrip, which is shocking grasp, and one new spell, which is fly. There you go. That's my level up. 
<laughs> All right, and presumably you have uh, full hit points and you're ready to stab. Yeah, I'm ready to stab. Um, I think the way this looks is like Trezzy is ho- literally like holding on to the back of this behold- metal beholder head. Stab, 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 going for big stabs. Um, takes that takes that damage from Saint Cecilia and just starts glowing. Um, mm-hmm. and Trezzy's like, I'm just having a great time stabbing. Uh, and is gonna keep attempting to stab. So let's see how that goes. Come on, more, give me more good stabs. All the good stabs. Uh, fifteen. That's gonna miss. Uh, sixteen. <laughs> That's also gonna miss. Okay, Trizzy is a little busy back here. She's glowing. She's like, okay, I don't know what's going on, but I'm gonna keep trying. Trizzy, be busy. Um, so no legendary action because they've used their collective third and we're actually now at Yausha's turn. Uh, Cecilia, you've been hot buttered popcorn by the clown uh, Yausch. And now the clown Yausch is going to use the the stalk of fire breathing, uh, a classic uh, uh, circus act, the, the, the sword swallow and the fire breather. Uh, so constitution save as you are shot with fire as you are also oily. Uh, 13 damn or 13. That is not going to do it. I'm sorry. You're about to take what some people would call a truckload of damage. Choo-choo. 56 damage. I am dead. All right. So you're not dead, obviously, but you are lethally on fire if that situation does I'm actually very close to just being dead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a lot closer than you think. If a couple of those low ones had been a little bit higher, I would be straight dead. All right, but the, you have been lit on fire, uh, and you are dying. We'll get back to you. Uh, this Now the attack on Max from the uh, werewolf beholder. That is a botch. That is a botch. So uh, you get to shoot it in the eye as it opens up its mouth to bite you. I also get to punch it in the face. Holy Christ. Uh, uh, okay, and that's a crit from Max. <laughs> <laughs> um so let me go ahead and roll the extra 2d6 for the uh, favorite foe. Okay, so yeah, it, it reaches to bite at Max uh, as the eye as Max has his, has their eyes trained on, and soon as they could see the gleam in its eye, they just immediately take a shot and do uh bu- 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 that would be 42 damage. Oh my God! Pay me a picture. Yeah. So like, <laughs> Max gets like mauled and. After getting punched in the face by Buford and, you know, uh, Maul, they just sort of, like, have to realize, that, like, you know, uh, basically, they there's all this sort of chaos around them, and they sort of take a moment to kind of do one of the things they've been progressively doing throughout the campaign, which is sort of take a moment to kind of center themselves and focus on what's happening around them, and in some ways, think about, you know, no matter what, they have to get back to Cami, and they can't get back to Cami if they die here. So, uh, with that, uh, when they got up, they just kept their eyes trained, knowing what the wolf beholder had done to them before, and just wanted to basically bait them into doing that same attack again. Once falling to their trap, Max doesn't even allow the mouth to fully open. Once there's at least a pathway for a shot to go through, they just immediately pull the trigger and get it before it's even able to uh, realize what has happened. All right. And so when you blast uh, the werewolf beholder's uh, brain out the back of its body, uh, you could get your magic back because its eye was locking your spellcasting down. 
so that's the first thing that happens there. Uh, it's going to lose a legendary action, so you're not going to get attacked immediately. Um, is there anything else you do on your turn? Or actually, it wasn't even your turn. We're still in the, oh my god, we're still in the Beholder's turn, huh? That's right. That was all because of a botch consequence into a crit. <laughs> Uh, my word. Uh, so now Death Tyrant, uh, you're still charmed, Beaufort. So Death Tyrant and Cyber uh, Beholder are both going to attack Trizzy. First up, Trizzy, we have to choose your beam. Uh, you get a three, a fear ray. So wisdom saving throw against fear. Fourteen. All right. You find yourself terrified of the Death Tyrant, the big skull. Um, so you can't attack it, but you're busy right now. That's not one of the better rays I could have used in this moment. Uh, now, see, I have to disagree there. You want to you wanna break their morale, get them scared, because fear is a knife that gets sharper as it cuts. Tr- Trissy's going on a bit of an emotional roller coaster. It could be worse, but she's a little all over the place right now. Yep, uh, and now the Cyber Beholder is once again going to try to get you into its, uh, basically a blender for a mouth is what's happening there. Uh, fourteen. Yeah. That's just not enough. That's your no. your fucking no. Iron Man. That's nothing. Yeah, no. Trizzy is untouchable. <laughs> she's 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 busy realizing she knows how to fly now, and you know, wor- working out how what she does with the fact she's a magic item savant. All right. I don't know if we've talked about it this season, but it's time for a death saving throw from Saint Cecilia. The way this works is you roll a d20. On 10 or above, you save. Uh, 9 or lower, you fail. If you get 10 failures, you die forever. 10 three, successes, three failures. Three, three, just three failures. What did I say? You said 10. You said 10. I was going to be so here many. for a while. <laughs> That's so many. You could tell I'm fucked up. <laughs> this episode. I rolled an 11, so I'm one step closer to not dying. You're one step closer to the edge and you're about to break. Uh, do you just throw yourself to the de- ground and start stop dropping and rolling? I mean, I'm unconscious, so I'm not really doing anything. I'm just laying in, I guess, flaming butter or something. <laughs> Is Mathers just lightly patting your flaming corpse? I mean, yeah, that could be the flavor of it. Mathers trying to put you out. You don't have to be stone unconscious. You can, you know, we can play in the narrative space. But um, right now you are like uh, on fire. You are the, in the shadow of the big tower where you were captured and Mathers, you know, is trying to put you out. Uh, and we we're at max. All right. I think next priority here is, gosh, see that the the death tyrant is a real fucker, but getting rid of the uh, the mechanical tyrant, would, the mechanical beholder will allow Trizzy to use um, spells. So I, I, that's still the priority from Max's standpoint there. So Max is going to, you know. Yeah, we, you know. we have we have entered a situation where if Trizzy can cast spells, Trizzy has a lot of spells she can cast suddenly. Yeah, all of a, su- all of a sudden, yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, so Max is going to attempt to shoot the the... Yeah, the cyber the cyber demon, the, the cyber tyrant. Uh, 10's gonna miss. 21's gonna hit, I take it? Yep. Alright, and then we'll have that favored foe apply. So that's gonna be 24 plus D6. That is 27 damage as Max moves in to take a few shots off and uh, move to distract slash support Trizzy. All right, yeah, you shoot it through the head, and the gears uh, start grinding. Smoke starts rising out of it. It's not dead yet, but that was not good for its long-term prospects. Mm-hmm. Um, we are now in uh, legendary action territory again, uh, so we are going to have a Death Tyrant choose a beam uh, for you, D10, 
Uh, spin the wheel. That is a nine. Desinta, Gratian, Ray. That's not good. Dexterity saving throw. Hmm. Is a twenty-two good enough? <laughs> that is good. That is good enough. <laughs> oh yay! Max is just Max is over there, just wave dashing or some shit. You know, just. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you take twenty-three damage. Twenty-three damage. Okay. I thought I thought I thought, I thought was okay. I thought you were going to roll damage and then have that. Okay, you rolled half the dice. Got it. Uh, Max is still up. Five hit points. Holy shit! You came so close to being disintegrated. Yep. Yeah, that Holy that, that, that spell doesn't fuck around. I know it doesn't fuck around. Oh my god, Buford. Uh, hmm. Do I, we? So we have someone who is on fire on the ground. Someone with five hit points. Buford can only do. Uh, well, we have the um. What is it? Uh, the the Atiug. Uh, healing right now, but I don't do a lot of healing. Uh, Trizzy has access to healing spells. As soon as she can do magic again, she's she's got okay. spell slots for uh, for cure wounds. I'm going to start uh, bullying the robot. Then <laughs> I'm, I'm going to stick my fingers That's in it. You do most evenings. <laughs> this is this is true. I'm going to stick my fingers in its electrical sockets. <laughs> All right, yeah, you're an IT person in your day to day, so you're bullying robots is your whole style. Actually, it's mostly boomers at this point. All right. The robots are my friends. Twenty three and twenty eight. Oh my god, those both hit. Uh, nineteen and sixteen. All right, pay me a picture. Um. Okay. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not sticking my fingers in its electrical butthole. We've established it doesn't have one. Yeah. So it's, it's mechanical cloaca. Okay. That's where you're sticking your fingers in, right? Do androids dream of electric buttholes? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, so it's um it's going to like try to clamp down on Trizzy again and uh, bite her, right? And Buford just comes up from behind it and hooks uh, his bigger arm into its like the opening of its lower jaw and his other uh, hand into the the top its top jaw and just starts pulling until it snaps off entirely and then he throws the top of the head onto the ground and stomps it into scrap. Okay, you you did what King Kong did to that uh, T Rex that one time. Yes. Uh, yeah, you just snap its jaws the opposite direction and it falls dead. Uh, it is going to lose legendary actions for the pool of creatures. Actually, it's it's so it's about to be Trizzy's turn. Uh, your uh, beholder has taken its eye off you, so you get your magic back. But you are afraid of the death tyrant, which I guess leave only the clown. Yeah, she has so far been uninterrupted uh, in its uh, buttery assault. And it's, it just looks at you and is like, you mad? <laughs> Huh. I, I know I know its name is Clown Yaush, but in my head I've been calling it Honkules. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I can't go closer and attack that one. But can I go and heal Saint Cecilia with magic? Because I've got spell slots for that. Of course. Cool. Um cure wounds. Let's let's do a cure wounds. Uh Huzzah. Uh, 20, 22 doubled is 44 health. Alright, what's this look like? Yeah, um, 
So I think the flavor of this is that Trizzy is still in I'm using my new electric knife mode, and uh, I think Trizzy's going to sort of uh, dash over and essentially put the knife sideways on Saint Cecilia and use it like a defibrillator to just magically (laughs) jolt some, some magical health in. All right, uh, it is now Beholder's turn. Uh, Clown Yaush, seeing this, is going to try to spray you down with the uh, hot butter beam. Uh, Trizzy, so dex save to avoid becoming buttery. Uh, dex. Yeah, how bad could dex be? 21. Oh my god, <laughs> she's dry as a bone. <laughs> she, she will never be savory. <laughs> Nothing's gonna get me today. <laughs> Today is Trizzy's day. That's right. Oh my god. Uh, the Death Tyrant's also going to shoot you, Trizzy, because you are the full healthedest one, I think. We're going to pick a beam for you. Yeah, no, Trizzy's <laughs> just like backflipping over every single beam that comes her way. She's just like, now nah, nothing's going to touch me. Uh, I got three, which is Fear Ray again. You're already afraid of the Death Tyrant, so that's nothing. <laughs> Tr- Trizzy turns around and shouts, You can't make me more afraid! <laughs> All right, uh, we're back to St. Cecilia. So there's two beholders left. They're both at, I believe, full health. So uh, you, you really suck it to two of them. But, you know, this is a pretty pitched battle. Some close calls. Yeah, uh, I guess uh, I need to get up, and I don't know what I need to do to move through butter. Uh, it burned off. You haven't been rebuttered. Oh, okay. okay, then I'm just going to get up and uh, charge the uh, eyeball dude. Uh the death tyrant. That does not narrow it down. <laughs> I thought I did as I looked at the picture, and then I realized uh, they all have eyeballs. The death tyrant. I'm attacking him. Uh, 19. That hits. Yeah, for the audience, the hot buttered effect uh, doubled the fire damage you took, so that that is what mechanically happened there. Uh, it's going to be 32 damage. Alright. Uh, ooh, actually, I know what's going to happen here. Legendary action. The uh, The... A uh, clown is going to turn its eye beam on you, Trizzy, to turn off your magic because you are a big magical threat now. Yeah, yeah. The thought of me also being able to do like thirty or forty healing to uh, to Max as well probably not appealing to them. Yeah, so that's what that's going to happen at the end of Cecilia's turn. They're burning a whole action there, and we are at Max. Shit, I might have to burn my last my uh, my fourth level spell slot this turn. Then, oh well. All right, uh, Max's action is uh, there. Let's see here. The tr- the tricky part right now is that we have the Death Tyrant that has Trizzy feared and Buford charmed. Uh-huh. And the Clown, which is turning off the magic here. So I'm like, but here's what uh, I think what Max is going to do. Uh, their action is going to start off by doing more wave dashing, moving around too much kind of stuff there and try to shoot the death tyrant. Um, 17. That's going to miss. Okay, so Max shoots at 17 and 12. Both shots miss. Uh, But as they move around, they will burn their fourth level spell slot to deploy their heal drone targeted on themselves. Um, And, uh, yeah, the first batch of healing is 26 on themselves. Hmm. Yeah, the Beholder doesn't know that that's your last spell slot, I don't think. Uh, I mean, you're all in the same hive mind. I guess I could say it knows, but I, my my thought is that uh, at the end of your turn, the Death Tyrant looks at you to turn off your magic because you're healing as well. God damn it. <laughs> 
I mean, look, it, it, it had the decency to wait until after you'd healed to go, oh shit, maybe I shouldn't let you heal. Uh, okay, I'm going to go anger a clown like real Dan did when he was three years old at the circus. Uh-huh. Uh, and I am going to, uh, you guessed it, I'm gonna punch a clown. <laughs> uh, 21 and 25. Uh, that definitely hits. Both of those hit. Big time. Uh, 16, 16, 32. All right, first clown blood. <laughs> you punch it square in the face, and uh, just a huge uh, you know, stream of blood shoots out of its uh, big red nose. <laughs> uh, didn't Cecilia hit it as well? No, I've, al- I- I've only been attacking the ones that have been fucking with our teammates, basically. Oh, who did she attack last turn? The Death Tyrant. Oh, okay, I, m- I missed that. Uh, no problem, I just got confused. Uh, yeah, I'll, I can only attack the, the clown anyway, so... Yeah, Buford uh, rocks up and it punches it in the nose and it does a big honk. <laughs> I, I got I got to be honest, it's horrible. Cecilia smells really good right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Trizzy, it's your turn. Uh, they're out of legendary actions. There's only two of them left, so there's not another beam there. Okay, but I can still attack the clown one. Correct. Cool, let's attack the clown. It's just fun to say. Uh, 15? Nope. Come on. 17. Neither of those hit. Uh, Can I roll to not be scared of the death tyrant? I will reach you fear, Ray. The target can repeat the saving throw at the end of its turns, ending the effect on itself on a success. So, yes. Okay, so that's what wisdom was it? Yep. Yep. 12. That does not save. Oh, as soon as I stop being scared, you're in trouble. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Uh, all right, uh, Buford, you punch the clown in the face, so it smiles broadly. Uh, huge, uh, multicolored uh, teeth, uh, each uh, dripping weird uh, uh, fairground fluid. I don't think you want to know what that stuff is, uh, and it's going to try to... It's poop. Oh, my God. <laughs> why would you... Why would you say this? Uh, and it is going to try to uh, attack you. Can I actually get a, a strength saving throw? You sure. 17. Uh, that's going to save. So it bites onto your uh, mechanical arm and is trying to latch on and grapple you in some way, and you can push it off. You Nothing nothing happens. Something would have happened if you had failed. You do not fail. So uh, you are not grappled, and we'll leave that mystery there. Uh, the Death Tyrant is... Why uh, does this happen every time I meet clowns? <laughs> the death tyrant is looking at uh, the spellcasters and so instead of using uh, it's going to use a different ray here i think let me see who are we looking at we're looking at max and we're looking at trizzy so cecilia you get a ray cool beans um three that's also a fear ray that's just what we're doing tonight uh wisdom save we're, we're all just having scary dreams it's nightmare night Mm-hmm. Uh, 11. All right. You are also afraid of the Death Tyrant. This thing, which is like a huge skull with red floating lights around it. It looks weirdly like uh, Buford's mask. It is like looming over the battlefield, and all of you are uh, starting to become <laughs> one by one terrified of engaging with it. Uh, and we're back to you, Cecilia. All right. Well, I'm going to attack the clown one then. Shuffle away uh, and uh, try to stab... Big old clown face. 19. That's going to hit. 
44 damage. Holy Christ. Uh, yeah, pay me, <laughs> pay me a picture. Wow, I did not expect that. Uh, so I'm going to get hit by this beam and suddenly be like unconscionably like uh, afraid of this thing. And I'm just going to like put my eyes down and charge away in fear just straight into the other beholder and just stab him straight through the eye. Just boom, sword, colorful, right from one eye out the other end. Right out his, his beholder ass. <laughs> All right, uh, right out his beholder ass. Uh, does Mathers start uh, drinking him up? No, I don't let him drink up this one because this one kind of deflates like a balloon. Like there's like a as it just like kind of deflates around my sword, but just a lot of gross liquids are just coming out. Like it's it's all bad. None of it looks good. It's very colorful, but you can tell it's bad. Actually, clowns have this ability we talked about in the clown arc, which is when they die, they pop like balloons, spraying uh, acid everywhere. Dexterity saving throw, Cecilia and Buford, who is also in melee range. Oh, uh, it's only if it only targets me. Uh, okay, so dexterity saving throw. Uh, Ten. Both of you fail and take 12 damage as you're hit by basically uh, Nickelodeon slime as it comes out of this clown. It is acidic. Uh, a hyper neon colorful goo, which uh, is really starts burning on your skin. Uh, but there is only one beholder left: the the death tyrant, the the strongest uh, and most deadly one. Yeah, I'm gonna save at the end of my turn or attempt to six. I'm not. I'm not saving. Yep. Two of the four party members, petrified of this deathless mask of of destruction. Uh, Max, it's your turn. All right, Death Tyrant, let's do two shots. Uh, 24 and 9. Uh, 24 will. 24 hits. Last stack of Favorite Foe goes out, so Max does, wow, 24 damage on the Death Tyrant and just sort of stares it down as the only person that is neither charmed no fear, nor feared by it at the moment. Um all right, Max, you are the last uh, person with no uh, weird modifiers on you as the Death Tyrant shifts its gaze from you to Trizzy, who is brimming with uh, magical energies and has all your spell slots. So that's the legendary action there, and we are at Beaufort. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, there's no, nothing really I can effectively do. I don't want to waste the very few healing slots I have left. Uh, I'll cast guidance on Cecilia? Okay. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I I think we're going to look back at this moment and be like, that was a real incredible use of resources. I'm really glad we did it that way. I get what, like a plus uh, 1d4? Yeah. Does it account for saving throws? Uh, let's see. Uh, one roll. Oh, it's an ability check, which doesn't count. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> all right. Trizzy, it's your turn. You're being looked at, so you can't use your magic, and you're afraid, so you can't attack. What do you do? Um, I try and not be afraid anymore. All right. That, that's what I do. Uh, 18. That does it. That does it. I'm no longer afraid. That was the end of my turn. Next turn. Ooh, you're going to suffer. All right. So you are rooted to the place, uh, you know, un- unable to advance on the beholder. And then you gain all of your willpower. You marshal all your, your strength and you take a step forward. And the death iron immediately just shoots you on its turn, seeing you have uh, 
gain some courage. D10 to determine the laser. That's a six, which is a telekinetic ray. Strength save. Oh, that's the one that tries to lift me up in the air, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, 19. All right, that's nothing. It tries to lift you up, and your harness and your suit keeps you uh, attached to the very heavy vehicle uh, you are ensconced in, and you go, you don't go anywhere. Yeah, no, Trizzy, Trizzy just continues to sort of walk as if it's nothing. Your time's coming. I'm gonna stab you. All right, so we've reached the end of the fourth round, I believe. There's only one Beholder left, and there's four of you. And I think the Death Tyrant, who notably is the only one who didn't taunt any of Tully's monsters, it just opened fire on Beaufort. I think it looks at all of you and it finally speaks and says, If I die here, Yausha's dream dies with me. Is that what you want? Sounds fine, to be honest. I don't... Yeah, I think so. You mean the dream that we know he wasn't happy with at the end? Uh, the mind witness looks at all of you. It's kind of squiggling. It has the lower uh, mind flare tentacles and the upper beholder stalks. And it's just kind of undulating there as it regards you with its various eyes. And the, the mind witness says, uh, I still want to s- save beholders from themselves. You've seen what happened to our planet. It, if... If my old dream is the only way, maybe someone should still try, because I haven't heard any new way. You were unconscious when I pitched this, and I think I also pitched this to you uh, when we first met, but we were trying to kill each other at the time. Uh, Why don't you just team up with Grice, kill the revanchists, and wipe out the uh, individualist beholders, and make a life for yourself? Do you speak for the whole team? Are you acting on your own again? Like with the torturing of the head and the the letting me go in a battle you could have won? These are interesting new details I have not really processed quite before, but uh, I mean, you want to be a hero, right? And what better place are heroes made but in uh, a war? You could become a great hero by fighting against the, uh, the Revengeists. Haven't you allied yourself with Dracus, the death tyrant who's, you know, in a hive mind with you, knows what happens, uh, knows what happened, so. Not in any committal way. His express end goal is to wipe us out and consume us into his hive mind. (laughs) Yeah, we were in a bit of a not ideal situation we needed, like, to walk away from and not get stuck in the middle of. It was a situation of convenience, not one that, you know, we're particularly happy about. (laughs) So the Death Tyrant, the Big Skull, says, I can fight. You can bring me to wipe out the Mind Flayers. Outside of this dream, I am real. You're formed of Yaoshinai's worst impulses. And if I know myself... I'm not sure I can trust that you would stop after the revanchists are dead. Uh, The red eye in the center of the skull glows even brighter, and the skull Yaush says, You know me so well. 
Like looking in a mirror. Damn, I'm ugly. I was, I was <laughs> ugly. Looking at a looking at this ugly, ugly, sexy, ugly mirror. <laughs> All right, Cecilia, you want to roll to get rid of fear? Bye, botch. All right, that's nothing. Uh, Max, it is your turn. Max has just been thinking about all this hero talk again, and we'll say, you know, being in a war is not the only way to be a hero. You know, brokering peace in other ways is just as heroic as ne- if necessary or if possible. You know, I know there are those on both sides who are not going to negotiate, who are not going to see the merits of collaboration, of you know, of, of the, of the community that's possible, but that doesn't mean that we have to just jump to war is the only option there. And as for the Dracus thing, well, it was either let Dracus live or abandon Razubian entirely. And I've already, I've already told you that I'm not willing to give up Cammy like that. The death tyrant says, I'm not, much for brokering peace. If you want to call all of the players in galactic politics to the table so that I can wipe them out, now that's a plan I can get behind. But if you want to sit down Dracus and Grice and the Surlon and you want to hash out some peace accord, you may as well kill me in here. Max is looking to the others to kind of see if there's any sort of indication from their eyes. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely kill him. <laughs> absolutely kill him. Well, actually, Buford's like, he's, he's, he's a cool guy, but he should probably die. I think St. Cecilia has just turned away at this point because she just can't shake off the fact that she's terrified of this thing. So in her mind, she's like, she can't vocalize it, but she's like, this thing's probably too dangerous to let out. Yeah, Tr- Tr- Trizzy uh, is gonna is gonna look to um, Buford and go. I feel like you've got the best handle on this thing, and I'm I'm going with you with with your with your gut. All right, Max is taking shots. Then all right, uh, nineteen and twenty. Damn, both those hit. Uh, yep, yeah, it was a favorite foe damage that was maximized there. And Max lays down uh, 56 damage on those two shots. Yeah, that's an incredible amount of damage. You blast two huge chunks off of the skull. Unfortunately, it can't bleed out. It doesn't have any blood. And it, you know, it doesn't have any brain. So it is actually still up. It's still, as long as its structure is intact. And the legendary action at the end of your turn, it unleashes a flurry of beams on the under-construction Rezubian next to you and causes basically a a construction avalanche everyone dexterity saving throw as the uh, Rezubian falls over on you 18 10 Uh, botch 14 oh no once again Trizzy is in a a, a workplace accident upon the uh, partially constructed Rezubian uh, everybody but Cecilia fails. Maybe you were, because you were afraid you were farther away. Uh, 38 damage. 19 to Cecilia. I take nothing because it's dexterity based. Holy shit. You just dive through a window as the wall falls on you. 
They, just, yeah, they, haven't, put the, they haven't put the space glass in yet. <laughs> nope. Those fools. Max is unconscious from that. Oh wow, that's great though. The, I I I was I was at thirty one. If I had I don't know had to cure wounds on me, I would have had enough hit points to survive. <laughs> nah, that. nah. <laughs> guidance. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. The guidance we needed you it. Did, you didn't even do the guidance. <laughs> I don't think it affects this one, right? <laughs> but no, I love the dramatics of that because you have your gun trained in the Death Tyrant. You know, you're trying to hash this out, and it says, "You know, might as well kill me." You shoot it in the face twice, and it drops a spaceship on you. And yeah, uh, I'm gonna point out that I did more fucking damage to it than it did to me. So I'm mm-hmm. just like, you know, that that's still advantage, Max, despite the fact they're knocked out right now. Yep. So Max is buried in rubble, and it is uh, Buford's turn. Uh, all right, because it did something to hurt me, I am no longer charmed by it. So now I have to uh, just... balls. <laughs> I forgot. Uh, I do have 13 health left. Oh fuck! Oh, this is close. So it's a so no one else can attack it currently, correct? Or no, Trizzy uh, can. Trizzy, Trizzy can. Trizzy can. Yeah. Um, it's about to be Trizzy's turn. Trizzy's probably probably got better healing spells than me currently. Do you want to work uh, on that? Oh yeah, Trizzy, Trizzy can do healing if needed. Uh, I I can afford to burn like second, third level spell slots on healing. Mm-hmm. I'm good. Um, yeah, Buford's gonna look at the the death tyrant and go, you know why I became what I am. A legend is scarier than any violence I could inflict. I made myself a myth of a monster, and guess what? And every monster story, somebody kills it. And he's gonna attack it. Damn, that's hard. Uh, 30 and 14. 30 hits. 21. Oh my, okay, so you punch the Death Tyrant square in the face, you like crush in the front of its skull. Uh, it is so close to dead. I'm like, it... <laughs> can, I, uh, uh, can I use a bonus action to throw a spell on it? Uh, I mean, can you? Is that a thing? Uh, I have a, I have a, uh, I have some attacks here. Let me see, do I have the spell slot for it? <laughs> Fuck. Um, um, Look, if not, Trizzy's got a stab in hand ready to go. Master Maker. Uh, third le- <laughs> Fuck, it's a third level spell. I don't think I have anything. All right, so you crush in the front of its face. It's like a single digit hit points. Uh, Trizzy, it's your turn. Okay, can Trizzy successfully stab this thing? Let's find out. Got, t- got two attempts. 17? No. Oh, sorry. No, that, that, that. Seven is not the roll. Come on. Uh, 20. <laughs> that was it. That'll do. Uh, so let's see if the damage is sufficient. Fingers crossed. Come on, zero damage. <laughs> One damage. Eight damage. Pay me a picture. Okay. Yo. Uh, Trizzy looks over to Max, and there is a moment of, like, do I go over and heal, and that thought passes, and Trizzy just runs, fe- uh, like, head first towards this, uh, remaining beholder, uh, both hands on Bill Webb's knife, crackling with electricity, and just stabs right into the front of it, just straight into the eye. Alright, yeah, the electricity runs through it, chars the bone completely, it reduces it to ash. Um, and you have won against all odds, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) 
That was a really mean combat. Beholders are fucking crazy. They are, Uh, right? They're so they're so they're so fun to be a DM with though. That they have such mm -hmm. fun tools. I'm gonna point out that we each took out one of the beholders each. Mm Mm-hmm. Like so that was actually pretty fun there. Good thing the last beholder standing is your friend whose army you control. I'll say that. Uh, Trizzy is going to run over and uh, cast a second level uh, cure wounds on Max also. Yeah, paint me that picture because uh, Cecilia, you were almost lit on fire to death. Max is buried under rubble. Uh, Buford, I think you said you had 13 hit points left. You know, what's this all look like? Paint me this picture. Uh, so as soon as this thing is dead, um, Trizzy is is gonna run straight back to Max because that was the momentary like do 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 I prioritize Max? No, no, I've got to kill the thing first. Uh, so Trizzy runs back and once again, uh, you know, pops the knife on the chest sideways and just pops it down for a little jolt of electricity um, before finally stopping to go. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, What's the... Thanks for... Thanks. Uh, That's okay. Uh, I don't know how much of this is or is not a dream. Suddenly I'm able to do my spells again, which leads me to think maybe this is just I, a real fucking wild dream. I, 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 I hope it's a dream, because I think that electricity made my fur all frizzy. I'm going to have to spend a lot of time brushing this down. Ah. <sighs> <sighs> Uh, I think Saint Cecilia is going to like slowly approach, but like uh, kind of limping a little bit. Like the the earlier injury she had to her knee feels like it's worse, but she's also like deliberately kind of like hiding her arm in her cape. Oh no! I forgot you went down. Oh no! <laughs> Quinn loves tragic consequences. Yeah, it's all good. Don't worry about it. Love <laughs> oh, a good consequence. I, couldn't, I can't I can't even do the one I wanted. It doesn't make sense. I've been holding one in my back pocket forever. It just never happens naturally. Buford's yeah, Buford's gonna walk over to Max and offer them a arm and go, I think I think we're even now. Man, it's a good thing I didn't uh, get shot in the reactor. I think I would have blown up. <laughs> uh Max will take the take the hand, pull up. And then proceed to, uh, you know, uh, in a playful manner, punch Buford back. Just, just, just a <laughs> completely pointless attack because they were just—they're just so bad at it. Uh, in fact, I wonder how much that—I wonder how much unarmed even can do <laughs> from Max here. Uh, it's just gonna be, yeah, it's just gonna be a flat uh, D five attack <laughs> plus D twenty plus five. Not even gonna hit. He can't. I don't think Max can even hit this thing. Yeah, ten. Just like a thump against Buford's chest there. Just like you, you sh- Yeah. You should probably not do that. You might break your fingers. I did that's why I didn't aim for your arm. I was uh. Cecilia, are you okay? You smell pretty uh pretty charred. It is not the first time I have been on fire. Might be the last though. I'm not uh, I'm not doing so hot, gang. <sighs> any any of you uh any of you need anything? I'm feeling the best I've felt in days. Oh. <laughs> literally any spells, anything? I I I I got literally anything you need. This is a dream and I don't really know the the physical mechanics of this. Do we wait till we're outside of it? God, my servos hurt. <laughs> Why did I program that? I want 
I want to turn to the mind witness, see what they're doing. Be like, uh, how are you feeling? Yeah, the mind witness is like notably staring off into the distance, just like wiggling slightly, but like it has some kind of strange faraway look on its face. It's like actually a little bit away from the rubble towards like what would be the surface of the asteroid where Max first found Formith, and so it's just like this desolate white landscape. And like when you walk over Cecilia and start uh, talking to the mind witness, it uh, like doesn't respond at first, like it's too deep in thought. Can I uh, stand with the mind witness and kind of stare off into space like it, uh, they are? The mind witness says to you, the dream of Yaush is dead. Dreams carry an element of the person. And if you carry it out in honor of them, there is, I believe, a piece of them that succeeds as well. Why would anyone want to honor Yaush? Sometimes we have complicated feelings with the people we know. People aren't perfect. And oftentimes, those of us who love somebody who isn't perfect really have to reckon once they're gone with who they were. There's someone else we should honor. Who is that? The tadpole. I think by helping to integrate these societies together... You are succeeding in creating so much life that in the way that's tadpole really will be a hero. The tadpole never asked to be part of the experiment or be put in me. Dracus made that choice. Mm. Then perhaps uh, the dream you carry of that tadpole is one to prevent situations like that from happening again. Is that what you want? Are we all going to team up and fight Dracus? We're not going to try another peace conference, like Max said? I think we can try, but I don't have high optimism for Dracus agreeing. Sometimes there aren't situations you can negotiate. You're the communications officer. St. Cecilia, isn't it your job to bridge that infinite gap between people? If that is what you would like, we can try to make that happen. I have good standing with Admiral Grice, and hopefully I can try to make something happen. What about the Surlon? Are we inviting them too, or are we calling a peace summit about how to attack their military installation and steal their intel. Oh, I forgot about them entirely. This seems like a conversation we should have with everybody. Everyone else enters the scene. <laughs> yeah, Bu Buford will raise a finger and go, I actually had an idea about that. You mentioned, uh, what is it, a Feast of Worlds? That's something the Sirlons want to do? Is that right? Yeah, Max downloaded, like, the Sirlon dossier. Uh, so if we want to have this conversation now, they're, like, 
worm centaurs is a way to think about them. Like imagine if worms were the size of horses and then they had like, you know, bottom legs and arms. Uh, their whole thing is they love to eat uh, intelligent creatures alive, like uh, elves, halflings, dwarves, things of this nature. And they have a, I think the book says every seven years, but I assume that's Earth years and not whatever their planet is. I don't know how time works on their planet. Uh, but yeah, they all go on a journey. They go on a pilgrimage to try to eat as many living people as possible. Uh, that's their thing. Um, I will say that their main weakness is that they have extremely uh, limited population. Uh, the only way they reproduce is by laying eggs in a dead sirloin. So they can only make more sirloin when a sirloin dies. And so they, there's there's not many of them, and they make up that shortfall by investing in weird technology like the Formith, which we've talked about a lot this season. It's like a shape-shifting weapon that runs on heroes, uh, and that, it's pretty good and cool, but um, you know they, they need all that stuff to make up for the fact that there aren't a lot of them. So there, um, there is a simple issue that they are facing currently. They want to eat uh, things like elves, humans, etc. They are cut off from most of the worlds that have elves, humans, and etc. And as far as I'm aware, they don't have a way to teleport through reality because they don't have a magical black hole ship. So their options are either work with the dwindling numbers that they will have, or provide information to someone who can fix their problem for them. Mm. It sounds like the final arc of season 10, Resubian, is going to be Peace Talks to Electric Boogaloo, mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> is what's happening here. It can always turn into the final war if it breaks down, but... I think what we're envisioning here is uh, Dracus representing the revanchist mind flayers, uh, Admiral Grice representing the progressive illithids. Uh, we have Yaush representing beholders, and then uh, some kind of Sirlon delegation who's going to show up, and then everyone tries to hash this out. And you all have this uh, unbelievable leverage. You like there's like you know a war is a very complicated thing with a lot of different factors but you have a ship that can travel through time so it's like the one thing that cuts the gordian knot there that you know it changes everything in a big way mm. so i i can't imagine you'll ever be in a better position and the uh resubian is a, on a mission of peace so it's kind of neutral ground so i think that the, that way this season's going to end is that we're going to get all these people on the resubian for a big talk and then however it breaks is however you have to play it yeah, uh, that sounds sounds about right. Hopefully, there'll be less shooting of delegates in in the head this time, or stabbing them through the head with ice picks. Well, Wendy is still on the ship, so you know they don't have they don't she doesn't have her wings, but she's still on the ship, so you never never know, you know. <laughs> Um, also, yeah, because their injuries happened in the dream world, uh, Max and Cecilia, they can be what happened to you. You can have that have been like a psychosomatic injury, like you wake up and your arm is burned or something, or it could be manifest in some other way. I guess we can talk about that as well. Um, yeah, I'm not entirely sure. I'll have to think. Like, I'm really bad at coming up with these situ with these in particular. I wasn't expecting that to happen there. Uh, so, um. Yeah, I mean, so I do have an idea what Saint C's injury is. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, so we're all waking up out of the stream. Yeah, I think uh, you're all standing on like this asteroid surface, like looking out, talking about uh, you know the peace talks and the leverage you have, and then suddenly there's like this. Um, you startled like when you get catapulted out of a dream suddenly um, and you're like looking up at the ceiling and you feel like uh, there's something pushing or pulling you and you're looking around frantically like a almost like a panic attack. Uh, you're being telekinetically lifted by beholders who have come and are like taking you out of the bunker. The uh, Yausha's army has shown up and they're like evacuating you out and you're like dip in and out of consciousness because uh, you've all been pretty badly hurt. Uh, and, you know, Except Trizzy. Trizzy's just that, like, oh, thanks for the save, hooray! <laughs> yeah, you're you're riding on one of them. <laughs> um, but They're yeah. using a Beholder forklift for Beaufort. Uh, yeah, but, like, the Beholder army breaks into the bunker and saves you. Um, I think the other four, like, Yaush, uh, you know, Beholders you killed, like, had, like, basically, like, fatal uh, seizures and, like, are dead. Uh, unless anybody wants to talk about that and go in a different direction, but you're all like loaded up and brought back to the Resubian by the Beholder Army, who is now essentially yours. Like, it's not an official part of like Captain uh, Slack Dumil's peace mission, but like they answer to Yaush and you're Yaush's friend. So in in, in like gameplay terms, uh, instead of this being like the final boss and his minions, they are kind of your minions. Uh, when they come to get Cecilia, because I'm still stuck in the car. Uh, uh -huh, yeah, they have, to, they have to cut you out of the Jeep. <laughs> they're going to have to cut over the Jeep. Uh, there's blood just everywhere. Just a lot of blood. Uh, and St. Cecilia, at some point, has severed their left arm from, like, the elbow down. And there is just, like, a shriveled, burned husk of a hand uh, laying on the floor of the Jeep. Holy Christ. What the fuck? Is that is that psychosomatic? Yeah. It's a little both. I was going to cut it off in the tree, but I was like, that doesn't make sense. I wouldn't cut off in real life. See, I was just picturing the equivalent of like when a dog's having a dream about running and it's running in its in its sleep, but but with beholder letters. I I figured that when the clown detonated in the dream, it detonated in real life and just melted her arm off. Yeah, I'm picturing you all being like, uh, you know, put into a chopper, not like a space chopper, I guess. Yeah, and you're all just like, you have the the, the air mat, the oxygen mask on, and like a sling and stuff, and like beholders are like fussing over you, trying to heal you up. But you're also like flying out of a war zone because there are the, uh, you know, individualist beholders and their ships trying to like fight this uh, collectivist army. So you're like under fire as you're flown out. Uh, I'd like to think like we're like at least eight seas on like a gurney, uh, mm -hmm. like looking up. It's just gonna like call out into the void like, a hey, uh, Buford. Buford is like strapped into the wall like a piece of car uh, uh, carry on <laughs> luggage. Uh, <because> <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How easy it? How easy is it to get one of like the prosthetic arms, but not like. Not like yours. Like, I don't want to rip out more of me to put it in. Can you get, like, a regular-sized one? I ha I have two arms. Well, only one of them is... Yeah, I can do that. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, shit, your arm. 
Oh, don't worry. It's nothing. You know, it puts you on so many painkillers. I was just like, oh, that should be there, but it's not. But, you know, it's all good. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna warn you. There's gonna be a period of time where you try to scratch your nose with it. It's not. It's gonna be real frustrating. Oh, it's fine. I just have to help with peace talks and the most important thing ever. Uh, it's fine. Just can you make it look fancy? Yeah. What are What are you thinking? I can I can draw something like up. roses. Oh, like roses. Um, yeah, roses everywhere. Okay, yeah, I can I can work with that. I could it like drip blood like cinematically. Like like real I'll have to put like a reservoir liquid in it. Do you need it to be real blood? There's going to be a clotting issue. Hey, Buford. Yeah. I love you. <laughs> I love you too, Miss Cecilia. Saint Cecilia. Again, I, 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 I don't, don't I, I don't remember when I got the title, but I got this. Please use it. Again, I thought it was your first name. No, that would be ridiculous. Then what is your last name? <laughs> Hold on. I actually did write this down at one point. Oh my god. Oh, just on the one day someone <laughs> finally asked. Uh, hold on. <laughs> Oh shit! Where is it? I put like a notepad in this. Well, while this is happening in the background, uh, in the background, Trizzy is just calling ahead to uh, to the Rizubi and going, "Hey, yeah, uh, we got to update the who's on our team and who's not on our team list." Um, yeah, we, we yeah more more stuff shifted around. Sorry about this. Please let it be Slamkovich. Please let it be Slamkovich. Please. Saint Cecilia. My full name is Saint Cecilia Grohl Richten Mendelerson McShifford Borenthal Jelly Willy Jaffe Schmierstein Apostokoff von Hawkins. Oh my God! That was a bunch of Foo Fighter references. You slut. You thought I wouldn't know. You made me read that book. I know all their names now. Is one of those Jelly Willy. Jilly Willy Jaffy, yeah. I have burned a lot of names over my lifetime. I see. Um, alright, I, I have I had take some thought, and so I have a way of expressing this uh Austin from my perspective, so um for the for the injury thing that is. Uh um so uh kind of bridging off Kind of bridging off that idea that you suggested, Austin, I think what's happening, it what happened is that when Max wakes up, you know, they, 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 you know, they, they try to sit up, they try to, you know, get up and out from wherever they're on journey wise, and they just feel like a sharp pain shooting down one of their legs and such. And what I'm going to put down as sort of the condition they're suffering under is that they're walking, their speed is halved. Their on-foot speed is halved, so their walking speed is now 17 feet instead of 35. And yeah, effectively, that's sort of the way to express their injury. They like you said, they he, they can't move as quickly uh, on foot at the moment um, because there's just some lingering pains through there. Almost, I almost feel like there's like there's phantom pains kind of lingering from it since they. Maybe they weren't actually hurt in the dream, but now all of a sudden they the, the nervous system is just thinking that there's just something wrong down there persistently. 
Your body's panicking about an injury it never sustained. That is, yeah. So that that so yeah, effectively they're yeah like so. As they feel out that they uh, summon forth the uh, the art runner and just sort of saddle themselves up on that for the time being while on the ship being returned, or they they could probably fly. They'll they'll they insist on flying back instead. <laughs> all right, so the party is taken back to the Resubian. I think you all like you know. Uh, come out of the ship uh, slowly, uh, limping or holding a hand with, or holding you know your arm in a sling with a missing hand, uh, partially disassembled. In Buford's case, uh, Trizzy's fine. <laughs> Every, yeah, Trizzy's everyone just else, like skipping down the whole way. <laughs> everyone else is beat to shit though, and you know there's like a crowd of people waiting. Uh, you know, uh, Lisa the clown runs out, Cammy the Ardling. We got uh, Bridget the human, uh, and then. Uh, the you know the big uh, demon uh, Illithid uh, Gronk we talked about. Uh, we, I don't know if we if we we decided to rename Gronk, but I think I think I think uh, I think Gronk was like I'm going to use that for now, but I'll let you know when I've got a different name. In any case, uh, uh, our after we have a moment to recover, I think our next immediate plan is to well. Organize some peace talks. Yeah, uh, I think Buford will look to Bridget, and um, I, I don't think he knows what to say at first. I guess he's trying to gauge what she's feeling by like the look on her face right now. I mean, she's probably crying because she thought you were dead, but she was also mad at you that you, uh, you know, were t- trying to do some, uh, you know, infantilizing, uh, you know. Mm-hmm white knighting shit um yeah he's he's gonna look at her and go um i didn't plan for today to turn out the way it has but i think it's working out for the best i don't know you were better with people than i was um Hopefully these peace talks go better than the first ones we were at, and I don't get splattered with a dead, dead delegate. Uh, if you, uh, so Saint Cecilia is gonna see Lisa, and just say, "Hey, I lost my arm." <laughs> <laughs> All right, just coming right out with it. Oh my gosh. Um, it's gone. I'm gonna hold like what's left of my arm. And be like, see, it's gone. You can't. It's an automatic trick. It could be though. I, I'm gonna put my pull my cape on. And be like, abracadabra, and then just pull back. And be like, see, it's still gone. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, yeah, you probably are from blood loss stumbling. She catches you. Um, you know, looks at it. Uh, you know, crying, freaking out. Uh, then <laughs> does a does makes a, a new hand out of a balloon. <laughs> does, no. does like a balloon animal. It uh, it like wraps it around your wrist, a little temporary balloon hand. And she says, "All, all better, good as new. It's all good now." She's gonna uh, snap, but then she's gonna like kind of get quiet for a moment and like zone out towards the floor. And she's gonna be like. I love you, Lisa. 
Oh. I think we need to talk, though. Oh, no. Quinn, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, Mather says, do you love me? I love you so much. Hot dog family. Hot dog family. Hot dog family. Hot dog. I want to say, as Saint Cecilia is like resting her face against the wall, it just like slowly, <laughs> like slides down the wall on her face. Yeah, Buford will look at Bridget and go, um, look, um, I'm going to be honest. I didn't just come out here into the far realm just to keep you safe. That was absolutely part of it. And I'm realizing now it probably wasn't even necessary. I spent years just putting out fires, moving from one problem to the next, optimizing, hiring teams, whatever. Because I felt like the only thing I could do was... The only thing that mattered was helping the family, whatever the fuck that meant. And then one day, I came into work, and I had no to-do list. There was no fire to put out, no pirate to kill, no ship to repair. Bobby's kids had a at a sitter there was there was not no i wasn't needed and i was losing my mind and then you wanted to come out here and i thought it is the middle of a civil war one of the most dangerous places you could probably be maybe i'd be useful And I'm sorry. That's big of you to admit that it was for selfish reasons. Um, do you regret it? Would you take it back if you could? I've thought a lot about regret, and I don't know if it really matters, if that makes sense. Because it's after the fact. You can feel sorry for yourself that you fucked up, but it doesn't really matter that you fucked up. It matters what you do now. So I don't want to tell you, yes, I'm sorry, because what is that? I regret it. What does that mean? All I can say is that I'm trying to do better with the, frankly, limited time I probably have left here. It's very ironic to talk about how you can't live with regrets because you can't change the past when we are standing inside of a time machine. Yeah, I think... How would I put the... Well, you know, uh, inevitables, if you make too big of a change, would come and kill you. And I think I'd have to go pretty far back to change the path I went down.
So I guess the only thing you can do now is win this war. Bridget, even if we win this war, I don't think I'm potentially coming home with you. I thought you worked that out with the captain and with Ophelia and HR. I thought you were going to spin it. Isn't that you had a whole meeting about this? The spin is that I have to take the fall for this. So the peace mission looks good. My conversation with the captain was that as long as I am useful, I am not locked away. And after a war, what use am I to them? Bridget reaches up and takes off your mask so she can see your face for once. Um, and she says, if this is your last chance to do good, then you better make it count, you jerk. <laughs> You better take off your punching arms and put on your diplomat arms, and you better beat the shit out of this peace talk. I'm getting some mixed metaphors here. You need to brutally pacify the, this war here. Uh, bloodlessly, you need to bloodlessly eviscerate it. Yeah, we need some blunt force diplomacy. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, that's a, that's a great title for that episode when we do the peace talks. But uh, yeah, she looks at your face for the first time and who knows how long, mm. and then just like hugs you and just says, you know, we're gonna make it through this. It's gonna look really great at your trial. Everyone will be able to do character witnesses. They'll call them up and be like, uh, Buford saved me. Buford uh, brought peace to the galaxy. Buford made all aliens friends, and then. They'll only disassemble you a little bit. They'll make your they'll, they'll put tiny arms on you. You'll be like a T-Rex. That'll be your punishment. <laughs> mm -hmm. All right. In the midst of all of this, Max is going to look over to Cammy and just rest a hand on her cheek and say Cammy, I'm sorry for making you worry. Again, about me being out there and, well, almost pretty much every time I've gone out there. Um, I'm not sure how these peace talks are going to go. I'm not expecting it to go south real bad, but I think before it happens, you know, I've, I've, I've known you for as far as I can remember. As 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 you know, the girl next door, best friend, fellow cadet at Ardwing, and you know, and and I just and I don't know what's going to happen in the immediate future, but I know that whatever it is, I I don't want to. I don't want there to be a future that doesn't include you, so. Um. Do, do, do you want to make it official? Do you want to... Uh, oh, this is going to sound... Do you want to be like co-pilots for life, Cammy? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, so, that's so good. That's so good. Yes, of course. 
I thought you'd never ask. 